Welcome back to the Catholic Duluth Show. Uh, the Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family here in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my name is Daniel Rota. I am your host for this episode. Um, with me, I have Father Ryan. How are you doing, Father? I am great. I just had a great lunch with an old friend. Um, he came. He was in town, so we went out to lunch and had a great conversation. Uh, he's always an encouraging friend who just kind of is like, go get him, Father. And that <laughs> just gets me pumped up. So, he's, uh, yeah, I'm doing really well. Yeah. So. Great. It's uh, a good day. Yeah. That's that's great. It is, yeah. Um, well, hey, do you want to open us in a quick prayer? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you, and especially this week as a nation and as a community, to give you thanks um, for the goodness that you've bestowed upon us as a people. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness and your grace, and most of all, for the gift of your Son. Lord Jesus, you who are the King of kings, you who are the Lord of lords, you who are the Messiah come into the world, we glorify and we, we glorify you and we praise you. We give you thanks as well um, for your goodness and the great sacrifice that you made in thanksgiving um, to the Father upon the cross that we might be saved, um, that your love might save us. Lord, we thank you for that. Um, we just ask that you would implant that in our heart in such a big way. Lord, we ask for your blessing, and in your name we, we pray that you would send forth your Holy Spirit upon families, upon individuals and, and marriages and just single people, just everybody at this Thanksgiving, that they might be made aware of the goodness of your grace and that all is gift, that all is gift, Lord. We just ask for that grace, that we can recognize that all is gift, the good and the bad, the, the joys and the sorrows. Lord, I pray for for every good grace to be poured out upon every heart in our community, and especially those listening right now. Lord, just be with them and be close to them and pour forth your spirit upon them as we approach this Thanksgiving um, season and as we approach Advent as well, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the, the beautiful gift of a new and fresh liturgical year. Mary, our mother, you who are always close to your son, um, we turn to you as well and just ask that you intercede and pray for us as well through the show and all those that will listen upon our community. We pray all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Um, well, this is kind of a um, like a, a, a fun week. You know, it's, it's yeah. Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week is great, right? Um, it's like a short week for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everything's per- like pretty low key. It's pretty low key, even like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I would guess most people, not all, because it depends on your occupation too. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like okay, it's low key. You're kind of easing into the the holiday, and yeah, yeah, and uh, I think especially kind of like in the church, because um, it's, it's kind of like looking forward. It's like all right, things are kind of yeah, we're picking up. We're gonna get rolling <laughs> once you hit Advent, and it's like okay, Advent's got a lot going on. Yeah, and then you know Christmas and everything like that, and then. You know full well we're already starting to think about Lent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and the dynamics of Lent in the first part of this next year. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, anything like specific that's coming up this week? Yeah. I, you know, there's some great things. You know, we oftentimes think of Christmas Eve Mass. A lot of people love Christmas Eve Mass, right? So, we're having a Thanksgiving Eve Mass. This is an opportunity for you to be able to come to Mass in, in honor of the national holiday of Thanksgiving and to give thanks to the Eucharist at Mass, um, but on, on Wednesday night 
And so if you're listening to this Thanksgiving week before Wednesday night um, at 5.30, please join us for uh, Mass at 5.30 at Holy Family. Um, we'll have Mass at 5.30, music and all. And then afterwards, we're having a little potluck. So maybe bring a little something to eat if you can. Um, will be a, just a great evening, and it's an opportunity to kind of kick off that, the holiday and, and start the day off, if you will. I also believe it gives people an opportunity to not have to, like, rush to Mass or miss Mass because Thursday can be pretty crazy for families just running around and stuff. So it's just a good day to relax. You know, it's a, it's a good day to take off on Thursday. So I've, I've kind of always done this with my priesthood. Since I became a pastor, I've always said, no, we're going to do Thanksgiving Eve Mass. Um, it also gives me as a priest a chance to really get home and get home in time for Thanksgiving dinner at my grandma's um, or with my dad's side of the family. We don't do it at grandma's house anymore, but we're doing it at one of my aunt and uncle's house this year. So, yeah. So, um, anyways, Wednesday night, 5.30, um, Mass at Holy Family, uh, potluck to follow. Bring something if you can. Otherwise, just join us. It's going to be a fun, fun day or fun evening. On Saturday... Um, we're going to have Dan and I actually going to be leading a little mini Advent retreat from 8.30 to 11.30. Um, Dan's going to give a reflection on St. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little teaser to that reflection a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically we're just going to kind of look at the life of St. Andrew. Um, there's not a ton about him in the Bible, but the part that is in the Bible, I think is just like really, really profound. So, um, And it's happening uh, on Saturday is the Feast of St. Andrew, so that's a fun little connection. So we're just going to uh, take a look at his life in the, like, in the Bible and see how, what, what we can learn from him about, uh, about Advent and how, how we can like, prepare for Christmas. Yeah, he's, so. a, he's a good Advent um, saint. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead us into and give us an opportunity to enter into some meditation, some contemplation on, um, on the mystery of the Incarnation. And so uh, the mystery of Jesus became flesh, right? The Son of God became flesh. He came into our world. And so I'm going to lead us into a, what we would call an Ignatian reflection. So it's a meditation to be able to place ourselves in the scene, if you will, and allow the Lord to speak to us, to our hearts, to our minds, right? Our intellects, our feelings, and just see what the Lord wants to grace each individual with. And so I'm going to give a little talk on that and then lead us into that a little bit. I think there'll be some opportunity for some conversation. Um, it's really short and sweet. You know, we, we were intentional about that, so hopefully anybody and everybody can come 8.30 to 11.30 Saturday morning here at St. Lawrence. So in the bulletin, it had, had we had had the typo of it was going to be at Holy Family. It's going to be at St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence, Saturday morning, 8.30 to 11.30. Don't need to bring anything, no cost. Just 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 come. Um, hopefully we have enough coffee and little goodies at 8.30 when you get here. Um, but yeah, just because we're having that, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a really casual, simple morning, no pressure, um, and not very long. Some opportunity for some prayer and adoration, some quiet time. We want to provide you that. And then some practicals too. I know I've got uh, some practicals and I think Dan's got a couple of practical things. We're going to give you some practicals going into Advent, things to do. You know, kind of like, it's kind of like Lent, but it's a mini Lent, right? So we think of the things we want to do during Lent. Well, what are some things to do in Advent? And we've got some advice or some ideas on what we can do as a community or you might choose to do as an individual. So going to be a good day. Um, so looking forward to that. And then it, can I throw one more thing out there? Yeah. I feel like I'm doing announcements at the end <laughs> of Mass and like people are like, okay, Father, we're sick of the announcements, you know? Um, 
But I just want to thank you for giving to UCA. Um, you know, we've got a ways to go at both parishes, and it really is an important thing. I, you know, I, we always wonder, like, how can we help people understand how it is impactful for them, their family, our community, you know, because the diocese can seem so, like, administrative or whatever else we want to think. But they have good people doing good ministry and providing our parishes with a lot, a lot of resources. You know, and I could talk to them blue in the face. But I want to thank you because we did our first, second collection um, this Sunday. We had some great sharings from some of the parishioners as that collection was taken up. Holy Family brought in um, $6,100 in their second collection. That's, that's great. At the 9 o'clock Mass, which is unbelievable. So I'm super, super grateful for that. And then St. Lawrence at the 4 o'clock and at the 11 o'clock, those two combined brought in a little over 3000 Um, So that those are both good, you know, kicks towards getting that goal here by the end of the year. So it's it's that time of year, and I'm going to be pushing UCA. I, I always hope to never have to push it or preach on it or talk on it. I, I'm an optimist and thinking, no, people will just take care of it. But we do get to a point where we're like, okay, I'm going to need to give a homily. I'd rather preach about Jesus than UCA, but Jesus is related to UCA too. So I'm just very grateful. Thanks, everybody, for giving so generously this last weekend. And uh, we'll get there. We're going to get there, and we're just going to plug away and, and nip away at it. You can give electronically on the website. You guys know the drill. So <laughs> just thank you. I, I was super impressed this weekend with the second collection. I was just so happy to hear those numbers um, from Stephanie and Ginny after the counts got happened and deposited. So. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So yeah, I think was there one other thing? No, that was it. No, that, that was that was all that I had. Um, yeah, I think those are the main things going on right now. Those are the yeah. immediate. So yeah, but going to be a good week. T- talking about uh, thanking people for for that's something. Exactly right, right. That's it's a, what I got. Uh, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a a great segue into. Oh, just Dan, that was brilliant. That wasn't even the topic even there, but that's good. <laughs> uh, for for this week, which yeah, we we just want to talk about uh, Thanksgiving, kind of you know just the the tradition, um, uh, the na- national holiday, yeah, um, of Thanksgiving, but then also just uh, Thanksgiving in related to our faith and like how like how do we have Thanksgiving towards God? How you know um, this? Uh, I I feel like this week is it's really special just on like a secular level because you'll see people um, whether you're watching watching football or on Facebook or something like that it just it's it seems like for a couple of days or kind of maybe just for one day like the world kind of stops like all of its problems kind of stop and everyone's just kind of happy when there's not very many of those days um and people just you know take a look about and are just thankful and grateful for what they have and where they're at and no matter what you know crosses they're having or sufferings they're going through they're just kind of happy Yep. Um, and so it's just one of those kind of be- beautiful ho- holidays in that, especially when it's kind of just very secular. So, Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, um, for me, it's both human and divine to give thanks, right? There's something mm-hmm. innate in, in the human heart that does desire to be thanked and to give thanks. And so, it, I, you know, not to get too like philosophical, I guess, but it, I just think it's really true. And so it's mm-hmm. a great thing that we do as a country. But it's really it's very it's very much born out of a religious desire that we were founded upon is to give thanks to God for our for our nation, for who we are as a people, for this land, um, for everything. And so it, it's also this dynamic of like remembering our rootedness that in God we trust, you know, and we are under God, and we have to turn to the Lord as a people and continue to give Him thanks. 
and be thankful for the blessings and the good things. So it's a, it's a great, great day. Uh, it's, it's a fun day too, usually for most people, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was, as you were talking too, I was thinking about our, my college seminary rector when I first went into seminary and I was 18, the, one of the very first, the, it is the very first theology class you take. It's called mystery of salvation. He drilled into our heads. Your first dance before God is Thanksgiving. And he would ask us all the time. You'd see him in the hall. He'd be like, Mr. Moravitz, what's your first dance before God? Thanksgiving, Father. You know, he drilled into our heads like, be thankful. That is the, mm-hmm. that is the key in our first dance before God and really be in life. It, there really is always something to be thankful for if, if, we can, if we can get into the right mindset to recognize there's always grace. There's always grace. Yeah. And uh, one of the things, actually, I really love this from your opening prayer. Um, you said, all is gift. And uh, when I w- was in focus, one of my teammates, she would say that all the time. Um, and so it reminded me of her, but also just reminded me of that saying. And this, when we, I think when we have that, um, that kind of, that thought, even just that like spiritual um, disposition, just to just think and and know that all is gift. Like everything that I have, everything that I am is gift. Like I, I don't have to have, I didn't have to have any of this. Um, the family that I do, the place where I grew up, um, like all, all that kind of stuff is like, that's all a gift from God. I think it changes our, our, our mindset. Yeah, it, it does, doesn't it? Because like in the good things, I think we like, at least for me, when there's good things going on, like you can kind of get spoiled in it and you forget like this is really like fun gift. Yeah. Right. Or like beautiful gift. What a good gift, whatever you want to call it, where it's easy to to forget to be thankful when things are great. Like you just kind of get wrapped up in like the goodness of it sometimes, I think. So it's like it's important to remember that's gift. Right. And that's kind of fairly easy to do, you know, if we're conscious and attentive to it, like like you were talking about. It's like when things get tough, can I be thankful for the tough things, you know? Um, I'll give you two examples, like just to, just kind of thinking out loud here. One is, um, so I do a half-hour workout with a trainer each week, which I, like, dread and love and hate and despise <laughs> all at once because it's like, um, I'm not a big workout guy, but I know it's good for me on lots of levels. So that's one, like, that's painful a lot of times or it's not fun but it's it's so good you know and so like to be thankful for that because i know it's making me stronger it's making me healthier it's making me more balanced right um just as a human being Mm -hmm. so sometimes it can be something like that just where yeah you're going through something tough right now but when you come out the other side you're probably going to be a better person or you're going to be stronger healthier you know wholer better if by just going through some tough things um, so be thankful for it. And it's easy to say when you're not in the midst of it sometimes, but like if you can have that attitude going in. My this buddy I went to lunch with too, you know, I was kind of just saying, you know, yeah, I've I've had some like tough things that I've just gone through, you know, and, and uh so it was you know, sharing with him and he was like, Father, that's so great. That's such a gift for you. And I'm like, Yeah, okay. He's like, It's making you like even better, you know, it's helping you to be stronger. It's helping you to learn like you're learning and you're growing. Like it's, those are really good things actually for you. And, you know, like <laughs> in the midst of it, you're kind of like, Oh, this is like, I'm so tired or I'm so sick of this or da 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 da, you know? Yeah. So it, like he really helped me today at lunch too to recognize like, Hey, 
this is an awesome growing point for you in your life and as a priest and you know those are really cool things you know and he said you know it's kind of like we all go through those stu- that stuff you know and so it's recognizing like sometimes the tough things can be tremendous growing gifts and graces mm-hmm. for us um so it's you know whatever they may be and you know some of them can be really 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 heavy ones you know the loss of a loved one you know an illness in our own lives or, or struggles or deep pains in family you know but it's like can i look at those and say okay how can i grow where is god you know it's it's that whole thing of don't ask why god say where god where is your grace in this then our hearts can move towards thanksgiving cuz god is god's grace is always present and wanting to work and so i think that that's a that, you know those are some of the dynamics i think of being thankful yeah yeah, and um, there's uh, well, blessed Slanus Casey. Um, he's one one of my favorite saints. Um, I guess not yet because he's a blessed, but, blessed, but, but but yes, he's on his way. He's on his way. Um, I mean, I love him for multiple reasons. One is because he's from our, he's from Superior. Like he lived there for however many years, and so he's probably walked among the places that we have walked, which I think is awesome. But then just um, the man that he is was is just crazy i read a book on him a couple years ago and um the title of the book was thank god ahead of time and that was kind of his his thing um like what he got what i always tell people was just thank god ahead of time this was a man who um he wasn't very skilled really at all um he became a priest but barely and not not even a full priest he was a a a simplex priest yeah what they call it right basically you could say mass Probably yeah. could hear confessions. I think I, I, I don't even know if he could hear confessions. Maybe not. I I, I don't think he could preach. Yeah, you like, can't preach. Simpl- yeah. Priest simplex wouldn't. They weren't able to preach. Yeah. yeah, and so so he was. He was like just a doorkeeper, wasn't yeah. he? Or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was. Um, I forgot the the the, the term that they used for. Yeah, it. he's um, like the greeter at the con the monastery. Yeah, like, yeah. Which which normally like for a priest to have that role was very like kind of frowned upon. Yeah. And so um he he wasn't very well skilled, but he was so holy, and by the time like by the time that by like the end of his life people would like thousands of people would be lining outside the doors of their monastery just to go talk to him and um so it was uh, like that's a really awesome story of that guy um but just his his like disposition of thanking god for everything like thanking god ahead of time for he's like god whatever whatever you want to do with this whether it's whether i like it or not like i want to thank you for it like I know that that had a really big impact on me, especially when, you know, just going through the things of life, the, 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 the pains of life, just to have that kind of disposition was uh, super beneficial for me. Yeah. I think it's like, can I have the disposition to be thankful for the no's? You know, mm-hmm. the, when I'm told no in, in life, I know when I was in seminary, I had a chance to go where I looked at my, my credits and I, I knew I'll make a, it's actually a long story, but I'll make it short here. I'll try. But I could have got done earlier. I could have got done a year earlier. I could have gone on to theology school, left college seminary, gone on to theology school a year early. And um, everybody said yes. Um, bishop, uh, vocation director, spiritual director, formation advisor. And then it came down to the rector, and it was really ultimately up to him. He's the head of the seminary. And so Bishop said, it, but it's up to him. And uh, after two weeks, uh, he prayed on it. He came back, and he, he said, no, you're going to spend another year here. And I was, I was devastated. I was so mad. 
I was so frustrated and it was like, why, why? Like, this is silly. This is stupid. This is like, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. It's not practical. Da, 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 da. I had all these things that I was just so upset about. Well, long story short, like I got to priesthood and I looked back on that and then looked at all of the things that fell into place in my life that I'm so grateful for from friendships and experiences and encounters and all these different things that I don't I don't know how they would have happened. You know, you never know, but I, I just know that because of that no, I saw a lot of really great graces that I'm grateful for. So it's like, how do we be thankful for all these things in our lives and trust that God's got this? Like, mm-hmm. God's got this. So like, can you trust when it doesn't work out exactly how you anticipated it to? You know, like, God's got you. Can I be thankful for just the fact that I trust that God's got me. So I'm grateful for the no. I don't like it, but I recognize God's got me. So thank you, Lord, because I know you got a bigger plan and you're directing this whole thing to my ultimate end, you know? So it's 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 tough, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can be, uh, yeah. Especially, I know for me, like, when things don't go the way that I think that they should go, <laughs> um, it's just we can get so caught up in our own world and own our own like way that we want things to go that when um that and it, which i think is is why it's so freeing when we actually when we actually like do take that disposition of being like all is gift and like lord whatever you want um because then we're so we're not as attached to our own desires or um whatever whatever else is there yep that's exactly right. You know, I, I'm thinking of, uh, I had two of my priest, brother priests over uh, Sunday night, and uh, we watched the we watched the Packers lose. Um, <laughs> it's kind of uh, a fraternal group that we have as priests. And you know who I think of as we talk about this is his mom. She is a woman who is, she's just, she's, she's, I believe she's suffered a lot. You would never necessarily know that because of her disposition. She's such a faithful, holy, prayerful woman who's just steady. And I I think because she's always thankful and she recognizes that all is gift, all is grace. And, you know, I know she's been through a number of different dynamics just in terms of her own personal physical health throughout the course of her life and um, dynamics with her own children um, and, you know, the loss of a spouse, you know, um, she lost her husband here a few years ago who was a really, really good man. And I've known this family for a long time. So I've been able to, like, just always be inspired by her example. And I think a lot of that is because she recognizes that God is in control and God, everything is gift from God. Even when it looks like it's a cross, the crosses are gifts. And she's been able to carry a lot of crosses and carry it all towards virtue, towards faith, towards towards the dignity and beauty of life, you know. Um, she's just a wonderful person. So I think there's, there's most of us know somebody like that, and it's good to remember and watch those people and say, how can I move in that direction with my own heart, my own attitude, and carrying my own crosses that I can get maybe mopey about and maybe just turn it better into gratitude and trust. So, yeah. I don't plan on talking about most of this stuff. Like this... <laughs> This is good. Yeah, 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 and um, I think kind of uh, another another thought with um, this um, with just Thanksgiving in general is uh, the the word Thanksgiving 
comes from um, a Greek word, uh, Eucharista, which is where we get our word for the Eucharist. That's right. Um, and so really the Eucharist, it, what it means is Thanksgiving. That's right. And so I think that there's a really, I mean, you could probably get super deep <laughs> with could. that. Um, but just kind of on a, like a face value level, it's like that, you know, that, that means a lot. What is the source and summit of our faith? The Eucharist. What does that mean? That it's Thanksgiving in the offering of Jesus Christ for the salvation of your soul. Like it, it's, it's, it is. We're a, we're a Thanksgiving people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every day we're a Thanksgiving people because we're a Eucharistic people, which means we're a Thanksgiving people. So, you know, it is this dynamic mm-hmm. too, like, yeah, good, we're recognizing this as a holiday, you know, and everything, and we're designating a day to be extra thankful and to, to do that as on, on a full. But hey, Catholics out there, you remember, that's what we are every day, and we need to be every day. You know, we always talk about it like, wow, wouldn't it be great if we all acted like it was Christmas every day or we all acted like it was Thanksgiving every day? You know, sometimes you hear people say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do every time we come before the Lord in the Eucharist. Every single day that we celebrate Mass, and we celebrate Mass every day. Every time we go before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Tabernacle, in the Monstrance, at Adoration, whatever the case, we are a Eucharistic people, which means we're a Thanksgiving people. (laughs) So it's it's a good Catholic holiday, actually. Mm I mean, in so many different ways. Yeah, and, and that's one of the awesome things that I think of just of going to Mass, like as a family on Thanksgiving, you know, whether it's Thanksgiving Eve. That's um, right. And, like, like this <laughs> 530 Wednesday. Holy Family this <laughs> Wednesday. Um, or like I know I'm, I'm going uh, Thursday morning, I'm going to go to Mass with my parents um, back home. And so, uh, and we've never really done that before. And I mean, I've been gone and kind of, Thanksgiving isn't as big as it kind of used yeah. to be because we're all all over the place. But, um, but yeah, it's just me. Something that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Just like, all right, let's get up and go to the go to the mass and just celebrate together, be thankful together, yep. and then, um, you know, we can still still have all the turkey our heart desires, you know. But but just kind of setting that precedent in the day with you no, know, like we're first gonna give thanks to God. So what do you guys do as a family? So you're gonna you go to mass. What have you traditionally done, yeah, or what's, yeah. what's 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 Thanksgiving? You know, every family is a little different, so it's yeah. always fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. It's not. It hasn't really been that big. Okay. Um, like usually we don't go. We don't have like large family gatherings. Every once in a while we will, but um, just like in the last maybe five to ten years, we haven't. It's kind of just been our more immediate family. Um, and so I mean, it's really just spending time together you know eating a lot of food and watching football that's that, that's yeah. really just kind of been it's it's, it's really low-key which i definitely like <laughs> um but but yeah it's n- n- nothing nothing really crazy uh how about you, you oh yeah we thing? we i i have thanksgiving's always been my favorite especially growing up it's been a little bit of different as a priest and i was gone in seminary and stuff so missed a number of thanksgivings but when i was growing up too and it's actually going to be kind of this way on Thursday, so I'm excited about it. Um, we would go to my grandma Moravitz's for, for the midday meal, right? My grandma and grandpa Moravitz, my dad's parents um, in Ely. They just lived down the block. Uh, but it was all of my aunts and uncles and cousins. You know, it was a packed house. And grandma and grandpa's house is not very big. So they would bring in, we'd bring in an extra table. There'd be extra chairs brought up from the basement. 
But then, really, the living room floor, which isn't very big, is just stacked up with people and little kids. The couches are all full. I mean, it's just like shoulder to shoulder people sitting anywhere and everywhere they can and eating and, you know, wrestling because it's, it's everything. And it, the growing up, there was never not a baby, like, at the Thanksgiving thing. And there's still going to be, I think, probably under one-year-olds there is my guest, knowing some of my cousins have had kids or my siblings and stuff like that. So, I mean, and I'm almost 40. So, I mean, for 40 years, there's just always been a newborn or one or two-year-old or more. Usually there's a few of them that have always been through. You know, so we get bigger and bigger. And growing up, you know, we all would go to Grandma and Grandpa. So it was it's just some of my favorite family memories. And everybody would bring their bit. You know, one person would bring ham. One would, My mom would bring the deviled eggs, like mom's deviled eggs. Like those walk in the door and they're gonzo quick. So it's like when Diana gets there, like... Watch out, because the deviled eggs would be swapped up. Um, so my grandma's in assisted living. She's 90-something. Um, so she's not living at the house anymore. So, But this year we're going over to one of my uncle's houses, I guess. So that'll be fun. And not everybody's around, or they've got different family things. Everybody's got different families. So it's it's dwindling a little bit. So, you know, part of the reality of just how it goes. But um, that's what we would do. And then in the evening we would go to our house, and my, my grandma and grandpa and my great-grandparents um, when I was young, uh, would come over to our house and we'd have another, we'd have a second turkey meal. <laughs> um, and then as we got a little bit older too, mom and dad would invite people from around the neighborhood or, or from church or in the community that they knew didn't have anywhere to go. So we would have the, the stranger or the, the, the person that we didn't know well, oftentimes at our Thanksgiving meal. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving's one of my favorites. So I'm going to yeah. run up to Ely for it this year. Yeah, that sounds great. That's a good, you know, everybody's got those different traditions, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. This is this is great. It, it didn't really go as we planned, but it was like a really great, but a good, good yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah gr- I mean, great, great conversation. And and you know, I ho- hope this kind of um, maybe sparks a little some you know thinking and even just like talking with some some of your families of like yeah okay how how are we how are we celebrating this Thanksgiving? What are we what what are we being like thankful for? Who are we being being thankful to? And I would say, you know, as a last-minute encouragement as you go into the holiday, you know, I think think of the things that you're thankful for as a as an American. There are there are many great things to be thankful for, for what what we get that most of the world doesn't in terms of how we're we're able to live, and we need to be thankful so we're not spoiled. I um, mean, we 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 care for things, you know, all that all that jazz. But also, th- you know, make sure that you're talking and thinking about. As a Catholic people, what are we thankful for? How are we thankful as Catholics? Um, what are we thankful for as Catholics? And that, that's a whole nother level of thinking and moving at the heart. So, yeah. Yeah, well, um, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> I'll, I'll start off the, 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 the Thanksgivings with that. Wait, can we have like a Minnesota goodbye, though? So we used to stand <laughs> at Grandma's door for a good 20, 30 minutes with the Minnesota goodbye at Thanksgiving or any time I go over there. So... Can I drag this out a little bit further? And sure, I'm just joking. Dan. Dan's looking at me like, "Hey, father." <laughs> but it, people know the Minnesota goodbye, yeah, it's, right? It, 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 it's not. It's like where you're trying to end it. You're trying to go, yeah. but you. It's not a proper Minnesota holiday without without the uh, Minnesota without goodbye. A, a Minnesota it's goodbye. not a proper Minnesota yeah. visit. Absolutely. Like you need to like an hour drinking coffee and then an hour at the door trying to leave, right? Absolutely, but... Okay, I'll let you wrap this up. God bless everybody. (laughs) Have a great Thanksgiving. All right, we'll talk to you later, guys. May God bless you and may Jesus Christ be praised.